Welcome to the Rebel Heart Coaching Podcast, where BSN registered nurse, integrative health practitioner, and board certified life coach, Samantha Shatek teaches you how to go beyond managing your circumstances and start intentionally creating a life you love using her proven strategies. Hi, friends. Welcome. How are you today? I am so excited and on fire for this topic. I was just thinking about how the name Rebel Heart Coaching Sometimes the word rebel can be misconstrued. And I know everybody has their own definition for a lot of different words, but I think rebel is one of those words that often kind of get a bad rap and have a negative connotation. So I wanted to take time to explain to you what I mean when I say the word rebel and why I chose in part the name Rebel Heart Coaching. This is going to be a really great episode, so I hope you're ready. Let's go. So I looked up the definition of rebel, and here's what I found. It means to oppose or disobey one in authority or control, to renounce and or resist the authority of one's government, to act in or show opposition or disobedience. And I would say it's interesting because I actually feel like this really relates to similar ways in which I see the term rebel. However, this seems like an external action that when you're rebelling, it's something that shows up externally in a way that's maybe disruptive or frowned upon a lot of the times or even sometimes violent. So I want to clarify that what I mean is when I talk about rebellion, there can be an outward component, but I'm talking more about an inner rebellion. And in a way, it's the same thing, but it's just not this external, sometimes violent expression that I think we think of. And I think that a rebel actually teaches us to trust ourselves and rely on that inner knowing or voice. And this can be the one that is either coming from if you believe in God, spirit, if you're an atheist, then I don't know how to help you, but it could just be your intuition to have a faith or knowing that this idea that we can be pulled by our own innate curiosity or that we're being led or guided by either our ancestors or our God or our faith. And we're less pushed by external circumstances, ideas that are projected onto us either by our government, the media, corporations, society, or even our parents and teachers. And even though they mean well, their program might not match our internal program. I want to talk about an important term, and that term is sovereignty. And according to the dictionary, 
it means a self-governing state, a freedom from control, and autonomy. And so to me, sovereignty is this almost inner act of rebellion to reclaim your inner power and this inner sovereignty. It's to say no to obligation and yes to what feels most right to you. And to be able to go inward for a majority of your answers and know that you have your own back. Now, it doesn't mean that we don't let other people help us or guide us. It doesn't mean we don't seek answers externally sometimes. It doesn't also mean, and I want to be very clear here, that you don't still follow society's rules to an extent or that you're intentionally breaking laws. What this means is that we're starting to be aware of our own authority our own divinity that courses through our veins and the power that we all possess and harness that will benefit ourselves and others. And this is what sovereignty can look like. There's a lot of different ways that it manifests and a lot of different feelings, but I'm just going to sort of characterize it. Sovereignty looks like listening to your truth and then acting on it. It looks like saying no, and being willing to disappoint another to be true to yourself. Ooh, that is a powerful statement. Let me read that again. It's saying no and being willing to disappoint another or others in order to be true to yourself. Let that one sink in. Sovereignty also looks like saying yes, even when it scares the heck out of you and people might judge you, But you know deep down and feel that it's the right thing for you right now. And there's no other explanation needed. Sovereignty looks like waking up in the morning and turning inward first rather than turning outward. Now, I know sometimes this is not possible. I know some of you have kids and situations that may not allow it. That is a whole nother podcast in which we talk about intention and setting your day up for success. Also, I think so many of us, we tend to get in this habit where we get up and we let the external world hijack us right off the bat. We get up and we check our phone, we check emails, we check what's up, we watch the news, and we do all this before tuning into our own sensation or to our own breath or to our bodies or to our hearts. This could look so different as far as what tuning in means. That is different for every person. It could look like saying a prayer or doing a meditation in a separate space or just even in your bed. It can look like doing yoga or even just having tea or coffee on the porch as you tune in to maybe nature or to yourself. Maybe it looks like you're writing in your journal or maybe for you that is reading a book and that's a way to center yourself. But it also can just be as simple as when you wake up in the morning, you greet the day with an acknowledgement or a gratitude or a simple prayer. Doing these things sets your whole day up for a different kind of a day and for more resilience and success. And it's so important because seriously, if you let 
first thing in the morning, the outside world hijack you and your senses and your body and your brain, your hope to win the day is going to be decreased. And now you have most likely gone on autopilot and you've gone unconscious and you're doing the things you always do. So the amount of presence that you have is less. And this is important because then you have become on a loop in a habitual pattern that doesn't allow for new experience or the unknown very easily because everything is predictable and known in your world. I want to talk about how I seriously spent the first part of my 20s and even in to my 30s a little bit. And I think most of us or a lot of us do this just trying to figure things out and figure life out. And honestly, I was way more externally rebellious against rules and policies and paradigms that seemed super unjust, unfair, and inhumane. And honestly, some of those same issues that we have in society still really bother me and do get me fired up. And don't get me wrong, We've had a lot of change in our society through external rebellion and through peaceful protesting and through like external action. So I'm not denying that. And I am acknowledging that everybody has their calling and their place for that. I think the difference for me is that now my rebellion is more internal. And here's what I mean by that. The more that I work on myself, the more I can fill myself up and give from a full cup. The more I heal and get vulnerable and open my heart, the more this sets an example for other people and creates positive flow in my life. The more I rest, which is actually a radical act when most of society is telling us we need to hustle and work hard until we literally keel over, that's what I'm talking about. And if I am hustling and working hard, it's a, from a place of service and it's from a place that I want to be working hard for myself and for others. And it's not because I'm fearing a consequence or trying to look like I'm a hard worker so I can get everyone's approval. And I'm not working hard or hustling to my own detriment. I now meditate so I can be more centered and aware and I can see and know the truth for myself instead of letting my pineal gland calcify and letting everyone else tell me what my truth is and tell me what the right way to live my life is. Another example, I do yoga and I work out to move my energy, to stay in flow, to be strong and connect with sacred geometry in my body, it's not because everyone else is doing yoga and I want to jump on the latest trend or because I'm punishing myself so I can look a certain way. And I'm not saying everyone who's doing yoga is doing that, but the difference when we cultivate this sovereignty and this what I would call inner rebellion, these are the things that start to change. When we are programmed, and let's be clear, We all have a subconscious mind, and from the ages of about zero to seven years old, we're in a state called theta state. This is a brainwave state that is perfect for hypnosis, and fortunately or unfortunately, 
Everything we learn and see and experience from the ages of about zero to seven is being directly downloaded into our hard drive without our conscious brain being able to know if it's right or wrong or good or bad. It's just being downloaded into the program. Some of these programs serve us, like for example, every time we brush our teeth or drive a car now, for those of us who drive, we do not have to think about it. It has been put on autopilot. And the good thing about what our brain does for us is it conserves energy by putting things that we've repeated over and over on autopilot so that we can conserve more energy and that we don't have to put as much conscious thought into things. However, the problem comes into when there's programs that don't serve us that have been programmed in, they sometimes escape our awareness and cause problems in our life. If you're wondering where you've been programmed that maybe isn't serving you, just look at issues that you seem to have in your life or things that seem to be harder for you. Those are probably areas where you've been programmed with a bad program. In future episodes, I'm going to be talking more at length about how we can deprogram and rewire our brain and body. But in general... When we are programmed by others or external influences and their agendas, we are more easily controlled and we are really not truly free. However, when we can observe at least and see what these programs are, we then have the golden opportunity to be able to deprogram them just like a computer we can rewire our brain and body with the own our own programs that serve us that we want. And that's when we become more free and more sovereign because we are aware. And honestly, I liken it to the movie The Matrix. So I don't know if you've seen The Matrix. If you haven't, you should see that movie because it's actually a really badass, spiritual, cool movie. When you're in the program and you're in the matrix, you don't really even know sometimes that you're in the program. I mean, our brain produces give or take about 60,000 thoughts a day. It is impossible and very challenging to become aware of every single thought, which is in part why we hire coaches. Coaches help us see what's in our own brain and what programs we're running that we're not even aware of. Coaches, in my opinion, help get us out of the matrix and show us that we're in the matrix in the first place. When we have this awareness and perspective, we can pull out and get a bird's eye view of what's really going on in our mind, our body, our life, and even in society. And like Neo in the matrix, you then have the ability to choose either the red pill or the blue pill. But here's the point is that now you have a choice. And that's everything. To me, a rebel is someone who's rebelling more against this external programming that we're unaware of and reclaiming our own internal programming and sovereignty. And to me, it's the inner rebellion that's actually transformative. And of course, the outside circumstances of our life will eventually catch up and reflect that transformation eventually. After doing a lot of things the hard way and outwardly rebelling, I mean, I never really got in trouble with the law, but I just was sort of frustrated and angry at our system. And I learned the hard way that no matter what, there's really not an escape. And anger only does so much good and it has its purpose. But for me, what I've discovered and come to is that this inner rebellion, this inner transformation really is the true rebellion. And it's a way 
to fight back with what you have control over, which is your own thoughts, your own feelings, your own actions, and your own energy field. We cannot control other people. And as much as we want to try, it's exhausting and it always ends pretty badly. When we understand this, and and I've come to understand this in my life, and by no means am I perfect. I'm still learning all of the lessons and all of the things. But I want to impart to you today that you become, if it resonates with you, the best kind of rebel, the one that rebels against going with the flow just because you don't want to make waves, but your deep desire or gut intuition is telling you something different. If you don't actively reclaim your boundaries, your preferences, your truth, that inner knowing that makes up who you are, The outside world will hijack you. It will hijack your brain, your body, your thoughts, your course of your life. It's actually a pretty big topic and it's a pretty serious one. It breaks my heart to think about how many people are living a life that's not really theirs. And the worst part is, if you know that it's not yours, why aren't you doing something about it? But the even sadder thing is those who don't even know that it's not their life, that they were just programmed and they're just obeying the program without question. And they could be living a completely different life right now had they just had this information or been shown that there is a way out of that programming and of this circumstance. Because we live on the earth plane with other humans, there's always going to be rules. There's always going to be external forces. And some of those things are good. Some rules are awesome. They make our society function and run. But if we let the rules and the opinions and the media and the corporations and the people who make a lot of money to influence you run our lives... It's not really our lives anymore. So my question to you today, is there a place in your life where you feel like you could say no more? Is there a place in your life that you feel you want to make a change because it's not necessarily what you want? And I know what you're thinking. A lot of you are saying yes, but, and you're coming up with some excuses to why you can't change. Don't go there. Just sit with the question. And just see what comes up. I don't know if you have a spiritual practice, but ask God, ask your ancestors, ask your guides, ask your intuition, and listen for the answer and see what comes up. And I want to encourage you and remind you that when you're happy and joyful and you live the life you're supposed to be living, everyone in the long run benefits from the ripple effect that you have in everyone else's life. Have a beautiful day. I love you. I'll talk to you next week, my loves. And hey, I also want to invite you to join me for my six-month coaching program. I'll work with just you one-on-one, and I'm going to help you get the results that I know you can get. I promise your life will be different. Go to www.rebelheartcoaching.com to sign up for a consult today. I'll see you inside.